the bottom line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.onf.ie. You're listening to KCLR at the bottom line. John Purcell with you until 10 o'clock. Now, design and craft is a huge contributor to the Irish economy, to the local economy in this area in Kilkenny and Carlow, and, an o- and on another level indeed. It's an important part of our Irish identity and culture, but it's a sector that has had to adapt like every other part of business, and usually at this time of the year, as I mentioned at the start of the programme, we'd be following showcase in the RDS, but not this year. But that doesn't mean there isn't lots going on for the Irish craft sector. Joining me on the line to tell us more is Rosemary Steen. Rosemary is Chief Executive of the, of the Design and Crafts Council of Ireland. We'll be talking, Rosemary, about a really exciting Bauhaus project in a minute, but first tell me about the virtual showrooms at Showcase. Looks really good. Uh, John, we've been really determined, I suppose, as, you know, there's been such, uh, you know, a difficult year for so many makers that we wanted to keep the show on the road in regard to Showcase. So what we've done is we've taken it virtual with uh, the support of our friends and the Leos and Enterprise Ireland. So we're going to have four days of, of virtual showrooms uh, where basically over 100 makers will be presenting to approximately 300 buyers next week on a, a special platform which has been uh, procured by Enterprise Ireland for us, which has been great. And then we've also got our showcaseireland.com website up and running, and members of the public can see that. And that's got over 400 makers who would have exhibited a showcase on it. Mm. And I suppose what we're trying to do is make sure that even though I know it's been such an appalling month for the country, that we keep focused on giving these opportunities back to makers. And um, I just want to thank Enterprise Ireland and, and the Leos for their support in this. It's been brilliant. Yeah, and tell us, when you say makers, what do you mean? You mean potters, you mean weavers, what else? What kind of people? Uh, There's lots of them around here. It's it's jewellery, it's, um, you know, we have such high standards in textiles. You know, we see a huge amount of emphasis now, particularly from uh, US buyers, on really exciting young designers like Jill and Jill, who also kind of make, it's almost like a t-shirt come sweatshirt with political messages. So it goes across a whole gamut um, from fashion, um, you know, jewellery, ceramics, pictures. Uh, wall art has become a really big trend where people are improving their houses as part of being at home more as part of the pandemic. And I think all of our makers will have seen that, that Irish people, because they're spending more time in their homes, like globally, people are much more interested in buying craft and understanding where craft has come from as part of spending more time in their homes. So, it, you know, in many ways, I suppose the pandemic has brought opportunities as well for people to really concentrate on buying local and made local and that was a huge theme that we went through last year in terms of our made local campaign and we'll be looking to continue that through 2021. And people responding really well to the whole you know support local message. Oh absolutely and I mean it's critical you know there's 50,000 jobs in the design and craft sector across the country and really we at this time of national crisis I, I suppose just to say to all your listeners the positive thing that you can give back is buying something local, you know, and the craftspeople, I suppose, in this area, in, in Kilkenny, are really at the heart of the local economy. And I know they've got massive support in the run-up to Christmas, and it's just to really encourage people to think about that through the spring. We've got to keep going in terms of it, this encouragement to buy local because it matters so much in terms of keeping these local economies alive. Yeah, now, um, the word Bauhaus, when I think of Bauhaus, first of all, I think of an 80s kind of goth band called 
Bauhaus. And then, of course, there was a furniture uh, movement and design movement. But it's a new European yeah. initiative, and it sounds very exciting from what I've read about. Tell us about how the Design and Crafts Council is getting involved in it, and what is it? Yeah, well, look, part of my job as, as CEO of the Design and Crafts Council is to be scanning the future opportunities, if you like, for this sector. So a big thing that's happened this week is President uh, von der Leyen and her State of the Union address, um, she highlighted that she wanted to invest in a Bauhaus initiative. And that really, um, John, has our sector at the heart of it. And I suppose it's the first time I've seen the European Commission really talking about arts and crafts being at the centre of sustainability. So it's really exciting. They're putting approximately €1 trillion into what's called the new Green Deal. And basically what they want to do is use the ideas that came from the Bauhaus movement. So this was a movement between, say, 1919 and 1930 in Germany. And it was about how form follows function. So if you think of the cantilever chair, the typewriter, all of those kind of innovations came from that period. And what the President of the European Commission is saying is that she wants basically to combine, to make a bridge between the world of science and technology and the world of art and culture. And that's just so exciting for our organisation because it means that the European Commission is open to ideas where we can bring or play a role in our sector in leading how basically Europe brings this to the centre of sustainability. So what they're asking us to do is between now and I think the end of March, there's a special platform that's been launched and basically for member countries to make um, submissions as to how they could lead forward a Bauhaus movement in their country. So we have put, if you like, a plan together where we're going to run some consultation with relevant bodies that might join us in an application to the European Commission for some of this activity in Ireland. And obviously, look, John, one of the big opportunities for us in Ireland now is with Brexit, we are the only English-speaking country remaining in the Union. (laughs) And this means that for these projects, we're much more um, likely to be consulted or involved and, and that really is an opportunity I see for our sector. So it's really exciting and massive spend by the European Commission, which I hope we'll be able to access as part of the recovery post-COVID in Ireland. Yeah, and matching form and function is a very interesting concept because I'm reading, you know, they're hoping to renovate 35 million buildings across the content, continent as part of making uh, the continent carbon neutral. That's exciting because they want to marry it with kind of excellence in design and, and so on. That's a, a really interesting and a great opportunity for the craft sector. Yeah, and I think it just shows how far the craft sector has come economically. You know, that now the European Commission is saying we really want uh, the necessary, I think she said was the phrase, can also be beautiful. And I think that's the opportunity for our sector. When you think of the way that the Irish population has embraced buying things for their houses, the next trend is going to be how to incorporate design and craft as part of refurbishment of these houses. And that's a massive opportunity for our sector. And it's really exciting. So, look, we'll be putting together some webinars, some forums to try and make sure that we get a submission in and start a discussion. And I'm just putting the call out to all of your listeners this morning. If there are people who are interested from other organisations in being part of this, please reach out to me. Um, I'll leave my email and the details with you on it, uh, John. And we really want to get a coalition of interests around this together. Yeah, and amazingly, um, the Design and Craft Council is celebrating 50 years in operation. 
I know, isn't it incredible? I mean, it, it was um, established following a visit by the World Craft Council to Ireland in 1970. And a gentleman called Frank Sutton uh, set it up in, in 1971. And I just think, I feel such a debt to these people because it's incredible the foresight and the vision that they had in setting up the organisation and wanting to do the best for the craftspeople and now the design people who joined in 2015. So they had real foresight. And I suppose what we're trying to do this year is to really emphasise the importance of makers. Um, and so we'll be doing an exhibition celebrating uh, basically 50 makers um, to represent each year of the existence of the council. And I'm really hoping we've put that call out to our community and to all our guilds and associations and to our members asking for nominations. But I'm also happy to accept nominations from members of the public who want to nominate a maker that they particularly want to recognise. And we'll have a committee that will assess all of the applications. And then I'm really hoping that when the country starts to reopen, hopefully over the summer, that we'll be able to have an exhibition in Kilkenny celebrating the 50 years of the organisation because it really deserves marking. You know, it's an incredible... Um, uh, a network of people who've done so much economically for the country. And it strikes me that over that time we've seen a, a, an evolution of the understanding of craft and design from being kind of decoration to very much appreciation of the function. You know, you're talking about the environmental function, the economic function, the you know, all of that, kind, the utility. And um, you, during these very difficult times, you've run a Keep Well campaign, which has emphasised the importance of craft and craft activity in uh, helping people to stay well. Yeah, and we're trying to do our best. I mean, we really recognise as an organisation how difficult the, the last couple of months have been and we've we've done a couple of different things. Um, so we're working on Keep Well, we're working with Estancia Care in the government and Kilkenny County Council and I suppose what we're trying to do is encourage people to switch off and, and get creative and to learn something new. Um, so we're offering little pieces of craft and craft activities and we've done things like um, making your own wreath for Christmas to hang on your front door but also just um, we sent out uh, 40,000 3D craft your own star cards um, for people and um, we got a massive, for kids basically to make for Christmas and we got a massive reaction to that and so we're going to have a new initiative that are coming from forward from our guilds and associations and I really do think um, it's a really important time to experience craft and if you haven't done any craft up to now and you're at home and you want some ideas, take a look at our website and we hope to have many new projects during the spring working with Snodge Care on it because it, it, I do think it brings a sense of calmness and a sense of purpose if you can make something and um, look we've also tried to use the square in um, the, the, the Kilkenny uh, we opened that during Christmas in the evenings for people to have somewhere to come and reflect and have a sense of calm when the churches were closed and I'm very open as well to ideas from the community from people who may want to use that square working with the Civic Trust during the spring because I'm very conscious of how important outdoor spaces are at the moment mm. so again just to say that resource is there and we in the Craft and Design Council, uh, the Design and Craft Council want to do everything that we can to make sure that people um, get get to use it so any well, ideas around that as well we'd welcome That's great Rosemary well if anyone wants to get in touch with us we'll pass them on to you or you can check out uh, your website Rosemary pleasure talking to you I can hear the enthusiasm into your in your voice a lot of positivity going on that's what we all need and I look forward to catching up with you during the year and uh, uh, hearing about progress on all those exciting projects thanks a million
Thanks for having me on, John. Really appreciate the opportunity. Bye. Pleasure, Rosemary. See you. Uh, That's Rosemary Steen, uh, Chief Executive of the Design and Crafts Council of Ireland. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice, www.omf.ie.